you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Lord, there was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil, and whined over his wounds and bandaged them. And then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn and cared for him. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on the way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was the neighbor of the robber's victim? And he answered, The one who treated him with mercy. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. What is wonderful about our Lord is that 
he will never pass us by on the opposite side of the road. That God loves us so much that he will never leave us alone in our sins. Often I, when I talk to the seminarians, uh, they ask me, what must I do to grow in holiness? And uh, before we get to that question, I ask them, what do you believe about God's love for you? Because per- if we really believed in the greatness of God's love, we would live our lives in response to a love that's already received. We would live a life of gratitude. But often we don't see God and the greatness of his mercy. Jesus will never pass by on the other side of the road. We have the priest today and the Levite who do so. And I wonder if that man who was beaten up by robbers cried out and said, somebody help me. And many uh, fathers of the church has referred Jesus to, has said that Jesus is the good Samaritan for us. He's the one that will stop what he's doing, get down in in our mess, messy lives, get down when we are hurting and need healing and lift us up. So what do we believe first is the question that God is rich in mercy. He enters into our misery. He heals us, lifts us up, and doesn't spend money on us, but spends himself. Jesus gives us his body and blood, the medicine of immortality. The question, and there's two questions in the gospel today. Um, what must I do to inherit eternal life, and who is my neighbor? First, we, we say we must live a life shaped by God's mercy, that we don't avoid pain and suffering, we don't avoid the problems of other people, we learned how to embrace our cross and embrace them. But the temptation for us is not to heed what we have heard. That's the first reading today. We hear the, about, if only you would heed what you hear. It's something that's not too far from us. We don't have to go across the sea to get it. But we like to qualify what it really means to love another person. We would say, that's not just. This person deserves to get what he got. And that's how we live our lives sometimes. We say, it's not fair, and this person should be punished for it. Instead of thinking about loving that person, we think about either getting even or let's right the wrong and let the person suffer with what they've done. That's not the way God deals with us. God does not want to punish us. Remember the story of the prodigal son. The son comes home after squandering his inheritance, and the father says nothing about what he did. In fact, the word prodigal means to squander. Actually, it's the father who's squandering his mercy, his love on his son. There's no circumstance that would change the fatherhood or the father to turn, be turned into a judge He didn't say to his son, I'm disappointed in what you've done. We need to see how we can get this all straightened out now. No. The father says, put a ring on his finger and a cloak around him. Let's kill the fatted calf and rejoice. This is God. 
This is the God who loves us. That's what we need to believe. Now the two questions, what must we do? We must love like God. Love one another, Jesus says, as I have loved you. And we must lay down our lives. This is my body, this is my blood, as Jesus does for us. It's not a matter of the mind for us. It's a matter of the heart. Who is the one that treated the man beaten up by robbers as a neighbor? The one who showed him compassion. Compassion means to suffer, the compassio, to suffer with that person. Now, God is just, and we need justice, because justice orders things. Like, say, you can't do that. We have rules and regulations. We've got to follow them in order not to have chaos. But mercy creates new horizons. If it was just justice alone, we would say everything has to be fair. Three strikes, you're out. But mercy says, give the guy another chance, another opportunity to live his life and to live a life of love. This is the year of mercy, but this is actually the age of mercy as well. People will know us as the disciples of Jesus. They will know that we are Christians by our love, by this exercise of mercy. And we can say like Jesus from our pain on the cross, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. When we think about what's at their best interest, rather than the, let's see if we can get rid of the enemy and put them away. It's no longer about doctrine, simply doctrine alone. We have many theologians, but we need Christian witnesses of divine mercy. We need this love that God shows us to be proclaimed throughout the world. I think it was St. John Vianney or St. Louis de Montfort, I can't remember, who said, convince the world that you love them, those in the world that you love them, and they will abandon the idols they serve now. And the cross itself stands constant for us while the world turns. It's always the center of our lives. Jesus witness to his love for us. And of course, we have at the center of this church, the altar, the sacrifice that will be made present to us, the Eucharist that is given to us for our life. It's transformative. It turns us into true children of God. So what must I do? I must live a life shaped by God's mercy. I met how God deals with me. I must do the same to others. Nowhere, as Mother Teresa says, does God say, go away. Jesus says, come to me, all you who find life burdensome, and I will refresh you. Come to me. Nowhere does the gospel say, go away, but always come to me. This is the invitation, the first step, I would say, in exercising this program of living or having our lives shaped by divine mercy is to accept Jesus' invitation to come to him to receive mercy, whether that's in the sacrament of reconciliation or daily 
hiding yourself within your wounds, hide me, which is the Latin there in the, the uh, sanctuary. To accept Jesus' invitation to experience his love for you. It's unconditional. No matter what you do, it's there. The second thing we can do is to pray for the graces that Jesus is offering us. And also to pray, especially for our neighbors. If we can't help them, we should pray for them. For instance, Jesus says, love your enemies, pray for your persecutors. If there's somebody in your life that is driving you nuts, driving you crazy, pray for them. Father, forgive them. They know not what you do. They may be somebody in your own house, somebody you live with them. Pray for them daily. Pray for the grace to love them as Jesus loves you. So first, immerse yourself into the heart of Jesus, into his divine, the divine mercy. Pray for the grace to love your neighbor. Pray for your neighbor. And thirdly, practice mercy in simple things, daily gestures. When you leave here and the guy won't let you or the girl won't let you into traffic, pray for them. Or the person that cuts you off or in the grocery line gets in front of you, pray for them. Don't say something like, I hope God gets them today. (laughs) That's not living the message of mercy. This is how God wants us to live as Christians. Not to be people of justice, we need justice, but to be children of God. So the message today in the scriptures, the story of the Good Samaritan, is simply be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. God bless you. The question in the gospel is, who is my neighbor? So at every Mass we offer prayers for the needs of our brothers and sisters. For God's church, that we may recognize God's presence in our lives and heed the word of life spoken in our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For the grace and compassion that we may allow the pain and suffering of others to move our hearts and spirits to a loving response, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For the grace of humility that God will help us to honestly acknowledge our strengths and weaknesses and place all of them at the service of God and our neighbor, we pray to the Lord. For the gift of courage, that we may let go of our fear and carry out all that God asks of us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For all who are victims of crime, that God will heal their loss and help them to continue to be open to those who come to save their lives, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For those suffering mentally, physical, or spiritually, let us pray especially for those whose names have been placed on our altar, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all the bishops, priests, and deacons, and religious, 
that they may bring everyone always closer to God, we pray. Lord, hear our prayer. That we may never turn a deaf ear to those who ask for our help. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all those who have died in God, that they will meet him face to face on their journey to eternal life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, grant these prayers and those unmentioned in our hearts. For we ask them in faith and love, in the name of Jesus, our Lord. 